location. Living the American Nightmare, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You are now listening to... Notes from the Underground. Observations over strange times. With your host, the narrator. Welcome back to the show. In case you were wondering, that was Jeremy Renner on, was that the Tonight Show, babe? Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. That's Jimmy Fallon. That was Jeremy Renner on Jimmy Fallon singing about Hawkeye's superpowers. And he's doing a parody of of Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud, apparently. <laughs> so, so if you haven't guessed, uh, tonight's topic is we're going to talk about the first two episodes of the new series on Disney Plus, Hawkeye. Now, as always with these episodes, of course, spoiler alert. You know, there's if if you don't want to know anything about the show, you should probably shut it off now. So, but anyway. Um, Warning, we are massive Marvel fans, so there is the potential for us to dive into a serious Marvel digression. So just consider yourselves warned. But anyway, so we're going to talk about Hawkeye tonight, right, babe? Yeah, that's right. All right. So I'll be honest with you so far. I don't not like it, but I don't like it. I feel the same way, actually. It's almost like I want to like it. But it's not allowing you to? Yeah, and granted, we're, there's only two episodes. Right, it's just the first so two episodes. So, it might kick off, you know, like, I do like the actors who are in it. You know, obviously, I like Jeremy Renner. Right. I like Hawkeye. Right. To me, he is a superhero I like and Hawkeye, he's not the worst superhero or you know the most useless superhero like I like Hawkeye but and and I like um is her name Katie in the show the girl yeah like the archer girl yeah, yeah Haley yeah, Steinfeld I think it's Katie yeah yeah and I like her too I do like her part in it as well it just again it's the first two episodes so but it's not hooking me right at the beginning you know, I'm. I feel like I'm only watching it because I like the Marvel, like the MCU, and I like Hawkeye. Right. Yeah, <sighs> I have that feeling because it's kind of preposterous. Like, all right, I know obviously it's like a you know it's a comic book TV show, so you have to suspend reality a little bit here. But her apartment burns down, and her mom's just like, everything's gonna be fine. Like. What the hell kind of parent are you? Well, <laughs> they make it very clear that she is rebellious. Well, yeah, she's a so, rich, spoiled kid. Yeah, but her. So mom I'm sure is this just... isn't the first time that she's burned a building down. Uh, she okay. And Matt, in the, I find the in, fact that in like an eighteen or like a what did she say? She's twenty two. I think so. Okay, if you're automatically assuming that a twenty two year old kid is like burned buildings down, hold up though. <laughs> 
she knocked down a clock tower. Well, fair enough, but that was really cool. Right, but she... Okay, burning... Okay. If I was to accidentally burn down my house versus intentionally... Well, it was accidental still, but accidentally knocked down a clock tower... Yeah, but she didn't. A fire ac- is a lot less severe. She didn't actually accidentally burn her own house down. A gang through Molotov cocktail store window. But her mom doesn't know that. Her mom doesn't know that. Her mom just assumes she's being a reckless kid, like she's always been. Still, I feel like if if our kid burned his house down, I'd be like, "What the? Because fuck, we're man? not rich." <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> but still, I just I find, and maybe it's it's the actress's acting like the the woman who plays the mom maybe Mm -hmm. she's just not convincing me but i just find that whole thing like (laughs) it's absolutely preposterous it's just ridiculous she kind of i feel like that's part of her character though she kind of seems um like an uninterested parent kind of but i don't know quite how to describe her because it's kind of with everything i mean at her dad's funeral she wasn't very compassionate Mm -hmm. you know she her fiance is a jerk off and she just lets it happen they did a fencing fight whatever you call that where i don't know i don't know anything about fencing fencing match in like their foyer well yeah that's what rich people do but like and but it doesn't phase her in any way it's like she's nothing nothing phases her so she's kind of emotionless but i think that's intentional maybe it's just i find that part of it just to be ridiculous it's just absolutely ridiculous like again i know it's marvel comic book world but you can't convince me that there's a parent out there that is just like oblivious to the fact that your kid is like burning buildings down and shit. And your response is just like, oh, everything's fine. Like what? Well, what, what was it? You <laughs> you knocked down a clock tower, so I canceled your credit card. Yeah, yeah. So it's just preposterous. I don't know. Maybe I just can't. I can't wrap my mind around it. But I don't like that. And like like you said for the first episode, it was like nothing happened yeah you know yeah it was like i said again it's still only the first two episodes and the second one was funny with the larping Um, yeah that was hilarious that was funny i enjoyed that that was hilarious he goes it's so great he goes to that larping match in new york which i always assumed that larping like i didn't know it was actually a real thing yeah Like, I always assumed that LARPing was just an internet term for, you know, people. It's live action role playing. Yeah, and I know that. I know that. I just, I didn't know that there was, like, clubs of people who get together and and do that stuff. Yeah, there was, um, I don't know if it was, it wasn't necessarily full on LARPing, but at my college, there would be students out there with like foam swords and stuff and have like full-on sword fights with each other you know i mean i guess the renaissance fair is basically just a giant festival of larping yeah but i never thought about it that way like i'm legitimately serious like i thought larping was just like an internet insult i didn't think it was like a real thing i didn't 
But like that, I knew that it was, was out there. I didn't realize how mainstream LARPing is actually until I was watching Supernatural and they have like a whole episode and they kind of did the same thing. Like they had to dress up and play the part and do all of that in that episode. And that's when it really clicked for me, like that LARPing is mainstream. Like this is this happens a lot and right. more than I realize. We live in BFE, right. you know. So, as far as I know, there's no LARPing going on. Right. <laughs> going to downtown and it's like, yeah. you know, a renaissance fair, but it's, there's a big sign that says, like, LARPing. Because yeah. did you notice that? There mm-hmm. was the big sign that says LARPing. I'm yeah. like, and Well, because you can't enter in unless you unless play a part. Unless you're LARPing, yeah. Yeah, you can't just wander around. At the, you know, at RenFest, you can wear your everyday clothes and enter in and just hang out and eat turkey legs. Right, you know, right. It's not like that with the LARPing. Like, you enter into a medieval society right. and, and you had, have a role that you play and you are... It's like World of Warcraft, but real life yeah but and, but you have to play that role until you're done right no like i said and and when i saw the sign the larping sign that's when it clicked in my brain like oh my god this shit is this shit real like people <laughs> do this <laughs> i think it actually sounds like a lot of fun i i have no interest in that i know you all. don't i like medieval stuff you know i like the high fantasy stuff but you're never going to catch me dressed up as a knight in shining well, armor like, at, a, at a LARPing festival. Sorry, I've been wanting to go to happen. RunFest for years now. So many years I want to go to RunFest. And I would like to dress up. You don't have to. You know, but I want to go. And I just, I don't know. I think it's fun. I want to go to Comic-Con. I'd love to dress up and go to Comic-Con. I just don't like crowds that much. It's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't like people either, but I don't know those people, so who cares? <laughs> okay. I'm there for myself. <laughs> All right. People don't go to those events to, well, I mean, I'm sure some people go to those events to hang out with other people, but most people go to those events because they want to be there. True. So anyway, <laughs> back to Hawkeye. So yeah, the he LARPs. And I did think it was cool that they incorporated the Ronin suit and the sword. Like, that's yeah. neat because... They didn't really go into that much in, what was it, Endgame? Yeah. It was Endgame. Yeah, because Hawkeye wasn't in Infinity War. That's right, yeah. So it was Endgame. But, you know, you just see him in Endgame, and he kills that one Japanese mob boss, and then that's pretty much all they say about it. You yeah, know I mean? you don't under you don't fully understand exactly what was going on there. Right. I mean, he you know he became a vigilante and all that. Yeah. But so for them to bring that back was pretty neat. And I didn't know that the sword was retractable. I didn't know that either. I thought in Endgame. Now maybe they changed that, and maybe I maybe we caught a continuity error. Although I haven't been on the internet looking for anything like that, so maybe somebody else caught a continuity and error. And it's it's been a hot minute since we've watched those movies too. Right. But I, I always remember, I thought I remember in Endgame, it's like he's got like a sheath on his back when when Black Widow shows yeah. up and he sticks he the does. sword in the yeah, sheath. Yeah, because he kills that one guy and he puts it back and then he turns and you shouldn't be here. Right, right. So maybe they changed it and thought we wouldn't notice, but haha, Marvel, we caught you. <laughs> Was that the same sword, though? Yeah, it was the same it sword the because same when they open it up, it's the exact same blade that he killed the Japanese mob boss with. Well, maybe that even though it's retractable, maybe he doesn't always retract it because it's easier to just throw it on his back than to stick it in his pocket. Don't cut Marvel any breaks. 
I'm not cutting Marvel breaks. I'm cu- cutting Hawkeye breaks. Yeah, but okay. Marvel produced it. Therefore, you are de facto <laughs> giving them breaks. They don't deserve breaks. Stop it. They're professional movie makers. They should be better at their job. Oh, stop it. <laughs> well, you try to... <laughs> I always try to, like, come back with reasons why, because you do that a lot. You did that with Loki, too, where you're like, the timeline doesn't make sense. The timeline in Loki did not make sense, and you're not going to change my mind about that. It does make sense. It does not make any sense. Yes, it does. But we're not here to talk about Loki. We're here to talk about Hawkeye. (laughs) You have too linear of them. No, the timeline did not make sense. It makes sense. You're not going to change my mind about that. It makes sense. Anyway, so I liked how they brought in the Ronin Ronin connection. That's going to be kind of cool. But again, another preposterous thing about the show. Why the hell would you not take that suit off as soon as possible? Right? Why the hell did she run all the way through downtown New York wearing the Ronin suit? When she could have taken the Ronin suit mm-hmm. off and no one would have known it was There's anything. There's plenty of alleys around where she could have just turned right in, taken the suit off. She, I'm pretty sure she had a backpack on her. I think she did. You know, she could have taken that suit off in an alley somewhere. It was dark outside. Right. Now, you could say that they use that for quote-unquote plot development, but again, I'm calling you out, Marvel. That's bad plot development. Come on. Use a little logic here. If it was me and I was in that situation, I would take the damn suit off because no one would know who the hell I was. To be completely honest, if it was me, I would have never put the suit on, and when that bomb went off, I would have been out of there. Well, yeah, but she's like a trained ninja, you know what I mean, so... Which is another thing. Well, I guess that's not out of the realm of possibility. She's 22. Mm-hmm. So to be like a world champion martial artist and an expert archer, I mean, that that is possible. But again, this girl's like, you know, super girl. Yeah. Bad plot development, Marvel. Come on, think a little harder. Getting lazy on me. But that's where it plays into where I, like, I feel like I, I'm watching it because I like Hawkeye. Not, you know, right. and I'm trying to, I'm really trying to keep an open mind on it. Um, because just because it has a slow start doesn't mean it's not going to be a good well, series. Yeah. And that is fair. That is fair. Again, it's, we're, we're only talking about the first two episodes here. So, mm-hmm. and maybe that's a sign that the slow plot development means, cause I don't know how many, uh, episodes are in the series. I have yeah. no idea. I haven't really looked into it. All I know is it's on now. Yeah. But maybe the slow plot development means that it's going to be a longer drawn out series because the episodes are what, 50 minutes long? Yeah. I wasn't expecting it didn't that. feel like that, though. No, they really don't. Sure. That's the weird thing is like they nothing really happens, but they don't feel like long episodes. Yeah. That's Where, something that I didn't like, too. I'm sorry. I'm like jumping back topics. It just popped in my head. So he goes out. He finds her. Hawkeye goes out and finds Kate, Kate, Katie. Yeah. And like, it's like, are you freaking kidding me? And all of that. Where the hell are his kids? Yeah. He's in, he's in New York for Christmas with his children. His wife's back home and he just goes on a superhero mission. And it's yeah. like, again, preposterous. What the heck did you do with your kids, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like, come and on. You got three kids in New York. They don't really explain why exactly they're in New York either. It's supposed to be like they're dad there, time they're for They're there Christmas. for Christmas vacation. They're, they went on vacation to New York City. And his wife is coming up the next day before all this stuff goes down. That's the plan in the show. 
is that him and his kids are in New York on but vacation. But his kids went back home. Yeah, because he decided to get involved in this. Oh. But he didn't tell them that's why he sent them home. He just said, you know, like, I got, I have something I have to take care of. You guys have to go back home, you know. Oh. But yeah. I must have missed that Until part. that point, because, like, he's with his kids in the beginning, and, you know, they, they go to the show and then they go out to dinner. Which was embarrassing. Yeah, I that feel was... so bad for Hawkeye. Okay, so in the beginning of the first episode, again, spoiler alert, spoiler warning. In the beginning of the first episode, Hawkeye and his kids are at this like Broadway play. Mm-hmm. And like it's a musical. It's a musical and it's based off of the battle. Is it the Battle of New York or is it the Battle with Thanos? I think it's the Battle of New York from the first Avengers movie. I think that's what it is. I think you're right because I, if it was with Thanos, there'd be more superheroes right. involved. Right, and it in was it. just the core six Avengers. Yeah, I believe but, so. So it's this Broadway musical based off of the Battle of New York from the first Avengers movie, and it's the most cringeworthy thing I have personally ever seen, at least as far as like a movie or a TV shows, I was embarrassed to be watching this scene. And it is so, and that is the point. So I guess Marvel nailed it on that. Good job, you guys, because it was atrocious. It was so just cringeworthy. Oh, it was just horrible. The actors for the musical didn't even have real like costumes no, like the no. guy that was playing hawkeye was wearing a purple t-shirt he was just wearing a purple t-shirt um and the, what what would the song they were singing was like how captain america has like huge muscles and shit. Yeah. it was just so bad it was just so bad yeah so yeah. you definitely related with hawkeye right during right, that moment right. And, and again, that was their point. You know, yeah. they were really trying to hit home how embarrassing it was for him. And it was so embarrassing for Clint Barton that it was embarrassing for me to watch a fictional character be embarrassed. How how emotionally screwed up would that make you, though? Because not only was it embarrassing to watch and you're there like you you did that you yeah, experienced that daughter. firsthand he falls and... asleep his daughter wakes him up she he's like i i was there i already know what happens yeah well he didn't fall asleep he turned his hearing aid off. oh that's what it was yeah he turned his hearing aid off but not only that though like because he lived it and experienced it so not only is it heartbreaking and devastating because his best friend is dead now and like he's traumatized from it I, anyone would be traumatized well, yeah, from Tony that had ptsd from it yeah you know anyone would be traumatized from that and then everything that even happened afterwards like emotionally and mentally to be able to handle something like that and then That's to like have the it almost turned 3. into like a joke Mm-hmm. Is kind of how it came off to me. Like it was just embarrassing. I I just I don't know. And I'm I'm sure that's also the point, you know. But from 
like my point of view being an MCU fan because you have to look at it that way too like yeah. we're fans of the show like we're fans of all the movies where in the show itself these people are just survivors right, right. of it you know so they're looking at it as like a whimsical kind of thing like oh we're watching a Broadway show right. about the events that happened in New York you know where for me it's like insulting <laughs> You know, it's insulting that you would turn the MCU into a cheesy musical. But again, they did that to, you know. Emphasize. Yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's the art form in, in filmmaking right there. And they nailed it on that one because it is cringe. Yeah. Oh, it is so bad. Oh. But, but aside from that, though, like, I like the dog. I hope the dog's The one eyed dog? Yeah. Yeah, I think the show has potential. Like, yes. I think it could be good, but judging based off the first two episodes, like, I'm not convinced yet. Yeah. Like, with WandaVision, that first episode was confusing as all hell because you're like, is this the way it's going to be? But at the same See? time, as you went, like, by the end of that first episode of WandaVision, I was like, okay, I need to know what the hell happens. Well, you know? and that's the difference, though, because you can put, like, WandaVision and Loki kind of on the same level, but you can't compare Falcon and Winter Soldier to those two because it's it's different. It's different. It's very different. I You're not in space. It's not a psychological thing. It's there. There's no magic. But I, you know, again, so, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, I didn't have this after the first two episodes. Like really confused, kind of. I kind of did. Really? Because I liked yeah, Fa Falcon it, and Winter Soldier. It took me a while to get into it, and with Falcon and Winter Soldier, for like my emotional <laughs> levels for it. I was more or less heartbroken for Bucky, thought Falcon was a dumbass, and was really pissed off that they tried to make Rogers yeah, into the... a symbol rather than a person. Yeah, that the... really bothered me that Captain America is it's not a person right like he's a person you can't replace steve rogers you can't do that yeah but that's that's and plot so, development they did right that on purpose so like i had lots of emotions going on but it took me a while to really get into that show and i that's also why i'm trying to keep an open mind with hawkeye as well like I have high hope. Like I don't want to say I have high hopes for it because then I'm just gonna set myself up for disappointment. It happens every time. But I, if it was gonna be bad, they wouldn't release it. Right. Well, that's yeah, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, of the Galaxy two. two. Come on, they released honey. that. Yup, yup. And um, you know, the second Thor movie really isn't the greatest. It's movie. not the greatest, but it's I'll watch it. To be but honest, Guardians of the Galaxy two, we own it, and I have no intentions on ever watching it again. <laughs> you have to watch Guardians two though, because it's in, it's that movie is crucial to Nebula's storyline. It's crucial. You can't. I know. I you know, meet other characters, and I know and... that you know this because you've seen the movie. But other people who haven't seen the movie, you have to watch that. If if you really want to okay. understand the events yeah. of Infinity War and Endgame, you have to watch Guardians Two. Just when you go in to watch Guardians Two, have very, very, very low expectations. Yeah, it's pretty damn cheesy. It's a cheesy movie. Oh, it's terrible, which just breaks my heart because I adore. Chris Pratt. 
adore him. And I don't think I've ever walked away from a movie that disappointed before. I just that that it was I guess I should put this differently, though, because for children, I think it would be really good. Like it, it, yeah, for it a younger a good, audience. It's a good kids movie. To yeah. be honest, though, not to cut you off, but to be honest, like most of the Marvel movies are geared more towards children. Most of them. The Captain America movies are a little bit more violent. And I would say that overall, Infinity War is pretty violent. But most of those movies are geared a little bit, not towards kids' kids, you know, like, four-year-old kids but those movies are geared for like eight to 15 year old kids i'm aware of that and violence isn't really what i'm getting at with it it's more of marvel did a very good job on with all the other movies with keeping the people who started with it into it they their audience that they were making those movies for are the audience who started out with the first Hulk movie. Yeah, that's true. With we were... Iron Man. We grew up watching those movies and then they started coming out with all these more and like more right. and more and more. And they kept us in it. You know, where I feel like with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, they pulled away from that and focused more on the younger viewers than the viewers that are our age well, who grew up watching the mcu movies that's because the merchandising potential with the guardians movies was huge especially with baby Groot. yeah baby Groot. they had rocket and like drax is like the lovable idiot guy you know yeah mantis was introduced right so they had the they pulled a george lucas and they made the movie so they could merchandise instead of me i mean all disney movies are made for merchandising but they they really went for the merchandising on that one yeah you know <clears throat> it was bad. But anyway, in my so, opinion, it was terrible. So back to Hawkeye. Back to Hawkeye. It's hard to talk about Hawkeye too because there's only been two episodes and very little has happened so far. Yeah, that's true, but I mean we got a whole bunch of episodes to go, so mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm keeping my spirits up. Like I said, I really like Hawkeye. Yeah, I like Hawkeye. I, like I just don't like him as much as I like you know, Iron Man or Thor or well, the Hulk. Well, or... Iron Man is dead. I don't really know what's going on with Thor right now. Um, Doctor Strange is working on another movie. Spider-Man's working on a movie. Yeah. It's about to come out. Um, Natasha is dead. For now. I know. I saw, I saw a, um, what do you call that? Um, a theory? Not a theory. Oh, what do a, you call um, it? fan theory? Yeah, I saw a fan theory where because the soul stone was returned, it's a soul for a soul, so that when the soul stone was returned, that Natasha might be coming back right. like in exchange, which would be really cool because I really like her. I really like Black Widow. If they went down that road, like if that's the storyline that they went with, I'd be cool with that. But at the same time, I don't really want her to come back and I don't really want Iron Man to come back. 
he's not coming back. He's dead, dead. Yeah, he's very dead. Unless he's, there's no coming back the, with with him. Unless they pull like a multiverse move and pull him out yeah. of a different universe. You know what I mean? Something like that. I'm not but. looking forward to the multiverse. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I like. <laughs> this is so funny. We started out talking about Hawkeye, and I like I said in the we beginning, we knew that though, this was going to yeah, happen. We're huge Marvel fans, so it just it's going to de- devolve <laughs> into a Marvel talk. Maybe that's what I should title the episode, just devolved into Marvel discussion. <laughs> in the this MCU. episode, In this episode, we start out talking about Hawkeye and then somehow end up on Iron Man's death. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, to be completely honest, I wanted to stop watching after Endgame, but... There's another Doctor Strange movie coming out. There's another Spider-Man movie coming out. Eternals came out and Richard Madden is in it. So I can't not watch that. Like, I have to watch it. It's Richard Madden. Oh, jeez. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you diss Richard Madden. Oh, jeez. Oh. Anyway. Scottish and he wears kilts. Gorgeous. But... <laughs> But, like, I don't really want to. Like, I don't want all these new characters. I don't want, like, we're seriously, we're going to end up spending the rest of our lives watching these movies. And I don't know if I want to fully invest in that. I'm, I'm cool with that. Well, we're going to do it anyway. I know, that's why I'm cool we with it. We have to do it because we fell in, they inter- they were sneaky. They were very sneaky. They introduced new characters, like, three quarters of the way through so you fall in love with them so when your old characters die you still want to follow them but in order to follow their stories you have to watch all these new stories because they all interlink with each other with their end credit scenes and you have no choice we are so deep into this that we can't we're like we're we're past the point of return like we can't stop watching we're literally addicted to marvel damn you disney you got us we have to know we have to know what's going to happen you know what i'm looking forward to the future of it because i'm a fan of it and i'm a big fan of really long-running storylines i love that type of stuff so as the story evolves i'm looking forward to the new characters but yes it is exhausting trying to keep up with all this crap i don't want that i don't want it to end up being ruined because it's overplayed it'll eventually happen it's inevitable i don't want that to happen because there's such good movies and i don't want like when it does get to the point where it's overplayed to where that ends up defining. I don't think it'll get to that point. I hope not. Because it's already so massive. To be honest, the genre itself, like the comic book movie genre, will probably burn out before it gets super lame. I mean, I know there's people out there now that think it's super lame, but there's who cares also... cares about those people? Yeah, there's also people <laughs> out there like us who are obsessed with it, so whatever. Yeah. You know, but... But I, the natural progression of things suggests that... I mean, it's already been around for, what, like 12 years? Yeah. How much longer can they keep making superhero movies? Well, if they introduce a multiverse for the rest of the right. universe. Right, but eventually the majority of people are going to go, okay, dude, this is getting out of I'm control. I'm burned out I'm on burned it. I'm burned out on it. But And maybe that'll be a sign that the movies are getting lame. But I think the genre will burn out before they get stupid. You know what I mean? Just dumb. I hope so. 
Like the genre will burn out before they hit the point where they're straight to video movies, you know, where they don't come out in the theater or mm. on Disney Plus or something. It's just straight to video. I feel like they're already kind of trying to do that with Disney Plus. There's yeah, been a but lot they're doing there. that because of convenience and it's way more convenient. Yeah. And they can maximize they can really squeeze the milk out of the cow now because they can release the movies in the theater and you know po- or pre-covid they they would have just kept that mo- that yeah. money train rolling but now less people want to go to the theaters so now they got that money train rolling on Disney Plus yeah you know smart business move i'd do the same thing yeah no i agree it's just with the times changing, obviously, contracts and stuff would have to change because a lot of actors are getting screwed out of that. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, as far as that goes, but I don't really feel bad. I mean, it sucks that they're getting screwed, but I don't feel bad for them. I you, do. They're doing a job. They deserve to get paid yes, for it. Yes, I agree. But you got in bed with the devil. <laughs> no, seriously. you. Everybody knows it's no secret that Disney's like an evil corporation, you know? <laughs> and I don't mean that like, you know, kill the billionaires or anything yeah, like, like none of that I crap, know. but Disney's legit evil. Yeah. Okay. They're evil. And they've look at how many little girls lives they've ruined, you know, just by being on those crazy shows on the TV channel and stuff, you know, now, granted, I'm not going to get it. No, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Anyway. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Disney's an evil corporation. It's no secret. Yeah. These actors know you got in bed with the devil. You made your bed, sleep in it. And, and you people are making like millions of dollars. Screw you. But it's under contract. So, yeah. That's what I mean by the contracts are going to have to change. The stipulations are going to have to change. You know, the way that the actors and the production team and everyone gets paid for these movies are going to end up having to change because it's going straight to Disney Plus. Right. Yeah, I I, I know. I just again, that's I guess that's my cynical (laughs) side coming out. I don't really feel bad for them, you know. I feel like an issue with today's society is that we see a lot of the famous people as like separate entities. Like they're still people. They yeah. still need to get paid. They have lives. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%, but they have a nicer house than I do, so I don't really feel bad for you. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but they deserve the money that they worked for. Like Okay. They're not no, going to no, they no, shouldn't no, no. work for free. I agree. I agree. They shouldn't have to work for free. They absolutely not. But like I said, that's my cynical side. That I don't feel bad. You know, when when I have a billion dollars in the bank, then don't feel bad for me because I don't deserve to be feel, felt bad for. I don't know. I just I don't feel bad for them. <laughs> And on that note, we should probably wrap this thing up. Honestly. We talked like about nothing. <laughs> we talked about nothing and it, we're coming up on like 36 minutes. So Wow. Well, hopefully um, the next episode of Hawkeye comes out next week. I don't know. I'll have to look into the schedule. So I don't want to. I don't, yeah, wanna I don't, I don't remember what day 
it comes out on. But so, but we'll be watching the next episode soon. So we'll be doing another podcast episode soon. Right? Yeah, we're gonna continue to follow the series no matter what because we're Marvel fans and, and whether we, love we stay it. on so topic we're gonna or keep, not, <laughs> we're gonna keep doing episodes about the series till it's over. But before we go, so general feelings just as a recap right now how are you feeling about it hopeful hopeful yeah like i said i really like hawkeye i really like jeremy runner i i like clint clint's sense of humor you know where it's like kind of sarcastic yeah the way he handled the larping battle was hilarious yeah that was really funny he's he's kind of he acts all tough but he's kind of a softy right, you know right. like i really like the character and so i'm i'm hopeful that it's going to get better again it's just the very beginning the first two episodes you know so much can happen from now until the series is over so i'm i'm very hopeful for it okay well that's kind of how i feel you know um, it to me, it's just like kind of weird. Like it doesn't feel quite right yet, you know. I agree, and I think it's going to get better. I hope it gets better because Hawkeye is a good character. He deserves a good storyline, you know. Well, the storyline just started. Yeah, and it just the started. first I, I episode know. was there wasn't much going on. You kind of figured out who Kate or Katie is, and what happened to her you know in her right. life and everything but, and then where um clint is now so it just started and then the second one you get a little bit more of the action in there so i i hopefully the third one's like really into the, right right into the story so yeah overall right now i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a c rating so far you're going with letters this time. Yeah, I thought this we were going to do numbers. This time I'm going with letters. No, because I don't. I don't want to give it stars yet because it's still developing. You know what I mean? If we went right. episode by episode, I could give those stars. The first episode being like two. <laughs> you know, maybe three. I'll be generous and give them three on the first episode. the The second episode, I'll give them four because the second episode was pretty funny. I was just about to say that overall with the two episodes together right now, I'd give it a 3.5. Yeah. Um, But again, I'm hopeful. And again, out of all the Marvel movies that they've released, to have one and a half that aren't that great out of all those other movies, you know, like I have a hard time seeing the show not being good. I hope so, because they should do Hawkeye some justice. They did Natasha yes. some justice. He, they can't just leave the guy out. No, because Hawkeye is a superhero too. Hawkeye is a superhero too. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thanks again, everybody. Sorry we kind of devolved into uh, a Marvel argument almost, uh, but I did warn you, so... Thanks again for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Got some exciting material coming up soon. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode where I debuted Single Barrel Blackout song, Jim, Jack, and Johnny. Again, that was a really special one for me. But until the next episode, um, 
stay safe, be cool, and we'll talk to you soon. See you soon. Bye, everybody. to you by Northern Enlightenment Studios, a division of Northern Enlightenment Entertainment Media. We hope you have enjoyed this program. Goodbye. In the transmission.